0: Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the show. If you're watching on YouTube, you see I'm in a different spot. We recently moved and so here I am and you can see our lovely balcony in the background. If you're joining us on any other platform, Welcome back. And I'm so grateful that you're here following along with this series because my book, Memorable, comes out December 6th of this year. And I'm just so grateful for everyone that contributed to the pre sale campaign, that has been supporting me to get it done, and for you for being here in this series. I wanted to do this series because I think often writers put out books. And then people interpret them, but there's not a clear place where they're sharing the intent behind each chapter. And I get why. I mean, hopefully, the idea is through your writing, you've shared your intention. But I think sometimes, especially if you're an auditory person like me, there's room for maybe, there's always room for interpretation. (laughs) Even, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a writer, although I'm now an author uh, but you know I'm more of a more of a spoken word person and I think that tone of voice and even if you're watching the video you know you see my face I think all of that makes a difference to understanding why I say what I say and it makes it even more personalized than the book already is I think it's written in my tone of voice I think that it's very authentic to who I am and who what I care about what I believe but there's just an added layer to video to voice, where you really get a sense of me. And that's why my hope is also to record my own audiobook. We'll see if that's in the cards um, for that exact reason, so that you can really hear how I would read it, what my feeling around each chapter is. So today, I would love to get into the chapter on... Oh, where are we? Let's check. We are on the chapter of self-advocacy. So I think this is for anyone who maybe feels taken advantage of, we've gotta be careful about the, you've gotta be very careful about the victim mindset, right? We're not, I. that's a whole other concept. Maybe we can talk about that a bit in today's episode. But if you feel that you're being taken advantage of at work or elsewhere, maybe in your relationships, Um, You feel sometimes like you're a bit of a doormat with people or perhaps it's certain people, right? It's interesting. Sometimes people are very good at maintaining boundaries at work. But then when it comes to their personal lives, they have a tough time or vice versa. They're very good in their personal lives. But when the boss asks for something, they feel they can't say no. So it's definitely for anybody who feels that way or if you feel maybe even out of touch with what it is that you would advocate for. So some people, they know what they want and need, but they won't advocate for it. Other people are sort of even one step behind where they don't even really think, okay, what do I need? What do I want? And so they don't communicate that because, well, how could you if you are consciously aware of what you need and want? So, so that is who I think this is for in particular. Of course, it's really for anybody who would like to advocate more. Um, I think that what you will gain from this chapter of the book is really some ways to create boundaries and support systems for yourself. Um, you know, some examples of this at work are definitely, if you feel that like clients are trampling over you, I know for me when I first started my business and even sometimes now there will be deadlines or client expectations around simple things, right. Getting certain resources to them or, even how quickly something will be executed. And I think it's very easy for me, my personality to want to to please and to want to do what it is that the client is requesting. But sometimes it's not in the cards. Sometimes the answer is no, or not this way or not yet. And it's very difficult or in the past, sometimes now, very difficult for me to advocate for that. And so it does definitely take conscious boundary setting and systems in place what i did want to talk about that i sort of alluded to in the beginning was this idea of victim mindset so what we're not doing in this is you're not getting into the drama triangle of victim persecutor and rescuer so a victim would be somebody that is very you know woe is me everything is everyone else's Um, You know, everyone is doing things to me. It's a very weak mindset. And while there are definitely cases where you might be the victim of an awful event or someone does something to you that truly puts you in that role, I think that you have a choice as to how you respond to it. And so you can change the victim into maybe a survivor mindset, Um, you can, you can turn it into something useful. And so I don't talk about this too much in the book, but I think it's what, well, I do, but I don't use the drama triangle. Uh, But what I would say is you can definitely turn that identity around if you're somebody that identifies as a victim a lot of times. Um, I see this a lot with people that are maybe the youngest in the family or only children, Um, but everybody, I think it's really easy. We all do it at some stage and in different forms where it's sort of it feels like everything is happening to us and we feel powerless so my invitation to you would be to move out of the victim mindset and into maybe that survivor or resourceful mindset so that you're not allowing other people and other and external circumstances to dictate your life, because hard things are going to happen. We're not questioning that. And everybody's challenges are different. And so I can't speak to what's maybe challenging you in your life right now. But what I can speak to is you get to choose how you see it. And there is a chapter on perspective um, where, you know, you would get a little bit more about how to switch your perspective. Um, It's actually uh, episode 71. So we already talked about that. But I think with self-advocacy, the the precursor is perspective and to be able to switch it from victim into an advocate for yourself. And so some of the other parts of the triangle, if you're a persecutor, you're somebody that's blaming all the time. I think it's, and that's, I want to very clearly say not self-advocacy. So blaming other people, persecuting other people, isn't a healthy form of self-advocacy. We're talking about these are my needs and they're not being met right now. And here's what needs to happen for me to feel that they're being met. And if they're not being met, here's what's going to happen. And not in a threatening way, but in a, if then sort of format of there are consequences, if I'm not being respected, here's what I'm going to do, which is maybe I'll step away. Maybe I'll pull back from the relationship. Maybe I don't want to spend as much time with that person or in that environment, you might change jobs. Right? So there's, you do have a choice. And of course, every choice comes with costs. So, you know, I've definitely have relationships in my life where I've had to say, look, I'm not being respected here, or you're not respecting such and such person that's close to me. And I've had to make difficult choices, difficult choices to stand up for myself that in the past I wouldn't have done or would have done maybe not fully but there are consequences, right? And I'm not here to say hold a grudge or be petty. What I'm, what I'm pointing toward is if you find yourself persecuting others and constantly blaming them, you've got a couple options, right? It's like, okay, you can tell them directly so you can be forthright. And I think that that's great. If the other person's not willing to engage with you in a healthy discussion, then I think, you have another choice to make, which is, okay, are we going to work on this together? Are you willing, am I willing, or are we going to maybe take a step back? So you've got to find a way to set boundaries for yourself one way or another. And hopefully you have two willing parties, right? Whether it's somebody that you're dating or married to, it's a friend, it's a family member. The hope is that when you self-advocate, you do so in a way that is respectful and then the other side meets you there and is willing to have a dialogue. If the other side, the external party or situation event, if it's not willing to meet you where you are, then I think, I think that there's another boundary maybe to be set. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying to hold a grudge and be difficult. I'm saying, if you're not getting what you need from a situation, you've got to advocate for yourself to protect yourself and and feel safe. Now, again, right, there's this victim mentality. If you feel that everyone is against you, everyone is bad, then I think that's an opportunity to look at yourself, right? There are definitely days if I'm tired, if I just feel cranky because I haven't been getting enough rest, I've been working too much, whatever the case is, it does feel like everyone is against me and everything is bad and everything is going wrong. And I think that we've got to be very, very careful with those generalizations where we magnify everything and nothing is always or never, right? I mean, maybe some things endure, but for the most part, people are not always or never. They, they change. And so I think it's important if you're feeling like it's everyone against you, that you look at yourself because there's something going on with you for you to believe that. Now, if there's one person, one situation that feels that it's really grading against your values, your core tenets that are important to you, then I, I think it's worthwhile to self-advocate. And that could be, I've had to do that in medical environments. We talk a little bit about some frameworks that can help you there um but I think overall it's about creating learning how to create boundaries and having the support system that really is in place to be there for you in those trying scenarios and you need to know who those people are and it's sometimes it's people you wouldn't anticipate which is another funny funny thing Um, definitely when I started sort of coming into my own and realizing that, realizing that I deserve to be treated with some level of respect. Certain people that I never thought I would step away from me did. And people that I didn't expect sort of showed up and and joined me. So I think there's something else for, to be said for self-advocacy, which is the right people are going to stay even when, or maybe because of the fact that you're standing up for yourself, that you're taking care of you, that you're aiming for the best life possible. They're going to want that for you. So when you tell someone, if you show up to someone and you self-advocate and you say, I don't like what you're doing here, or this hurt me, right? they're they might be defensive at first and that that depends on how you share it so yes there's a like i said respectfully sharing what it is you want to need that's important your your message is important but then once you've shared the message it's on them that the next step is their response and they can choose what that is you can't choose what that is for them you can only tailor your tailor your message or craft it and and try your best to be respectful about your message, but you can't control how they're going to receive it. So it's a tough one, because I think a lot of us shy away from advocating for ourselves because of the consequences, because we fear we might lose that person. But the reality is if you lose that person because you're standing up for yourself, do you really want them around? Do you really wanna be around somebody that That doesn't respect your needs and your wants. And I think you'll find if you really are honest with yourself that no, you don't want to be around that kind of person because it hurts. It hurts more than it's worth. Now, what if it is your boss or your spouse or somebody very close to you? I get how that's very difficult and really challenging to make that assessment and then that decision to stand up for yourself you'll probably get backlash and and that's just what it's going to be for it's the price it's the price of peace honestly peace of mind to say I'm not going to tolerate this anymore and I'm going to do what is best for me because if I don't and I keep letting you treat me this way the the that option might be better for the other person but you will start to shrivel inside I mean and the resentment and anger will be there and then you know there is another piece of of course right letting that go and again I'm not advocating for holding grudges but I am advocating in this episode specifically in this chapter of the book for setting boundaries so that you can decide at what level you let people in. How how close, what's the proximity, right? If you almost think about it in terms of circles, right? You have an inner circle, you have sort of friends, then you might have like acquaintances. You can sort of decide what circle someone is in relation to you. And a lot of times we do that unconsciously. We just assume, okay, families in the inner circle or my friend that I've had for 20 years or so-and-so, they've always been in my inner circle, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they should be there. And I find that people that I coach, myself included, as you continue to grow and change, some people don't. Some people, or they do what they can to resist change. Everybody, Everybody changes over the course of their lives, but they're not actively seeking growth they might not like what direction you're going in. And I mean, barring, you know, self-harm and addiction or any sort of, I guess, violent direction. I think if you're heading in a direction that you feel is benefiting you and you're happier, you're growing, you feel fulfilled. My wish for you is that you advocate for that and the people that don't see it or don't wanna see it or engage with you as you continue to grow They might not have a place in your life and that's very I I can see I've experienced the challenge of that but I think the distinction and I mentioned it earlier is are they willing to be in discussion with you about whatever it is your needs or wants are right I'm not saying everyone should agree with everyone else self-advocacy doesn't mean everyone must agree and have the same opinion as me or else they don't you know we're not going to talk I think variety of opinion and viewpoints and being able to discuss different points of view is critical. So please don't take me the wrong way. I'm talking about, hey, this is really important to me. I care about this. I'm moving in this direction in my life, or this is what I want from my life. And as a result of that, I'd like to chat with you and here's what I want to tell you, or here's what I'm thinking about. And again, the right people will be in discussion with you, even if they don't agree with you, they'll want to talk about it. So again, I I just wanted to clarify that too, because I'm not saying you should only surround yourself with people that agree with you. I think that'd be a very boring existence. I'm saying that you want people around that promote and allow for Healthy discussion. And they want to hear your side. They want you to advocate for yourself and your views. They give you space for that. They give you emotional space, conversational space, physical space. Hey, what do you think? And then they actually listen. Oh, that hurt you. Or, oh, you didn't like that. Or, oh, that frustrated you. Okay, I'll definitely take that into consideration. It was not my intention to hurt you. I see that it hurt you. If somebody's denying what happened, denying what hurt you, denying your, your, what ha- your perception of events, that could be a problem, right? They can, they can challenge you. They can question you. They can say, look, here's what I saw, you know, and try to get to middle ground. But if there's no willingness to come to middle ground, I think for me, at least, that's, that's the moment to say, okay, the way I'm going to advocate for myself is to step away. So that's a little bit about advocacy. I think that there's more to be said in the book. If this is something that you have a challenge with in your life, which, I mean, again, I think all of us struggle with it. It just matters the the context or the situation will will depend, right? So some people are really good at advocating in one area of life, but others they they have trouble with. So wherever in your life you feel like you might need a bit more self-advocacy, I recommend you... I mean, listen to this episode, which you just have uh, read that chapter in the book and maybe look up other resources. If you know of them that can help you to set boundaries and, and another one is to really look to people in your life that you feel do this. Well, that's always, I think with every chapter in this book, right? If there's something in, if there's a certain quality in this book that you would like to emulate and you feel that, well, I'm not really like that. Um, one I would question that right I would say okay you probably have some of some of that quality in you that you could cultivate but I would also say look to people in your life or people around you you don't have to know them personally but look to people that have that trait that you admire and then try to bring that out in yourself so I hope this has been interesting it's certainly a big topic I I think it's a tough one I think that it takes a lifetime to, to learn how to do this well and with grace. And I really hope that you take a, take a moment to consider where you might advocate for yourself more and, and bring that to life because you absolutely deserve to have your needs, your wants, your emotions heard and respected, even if people don't agree with you. So I will see you next time on the chapter about focus, one of my favorite chapters. They all sort of are put my heart into every single one. But I think focus is critical when it comes to building a meaningful life, reaching any sort of goals, really bringing to life and creating your dreams, I think takes a lot of focus. So I look forward to seeing you there and Please enjoy the rest of your day.